evening, everyone, and welcome to I'm um, Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined today by Bob. Hello there. It's nice to be here. It is nice to be here. As always, it's nice to be here. We love being here. <laughs> There's such a manic energy already in oh, this. Oh, boy. Hell, I, love I just it. love being here. I've had so much fucking coffee today. Oh <laughs> you had God. a busy day in the store, you said. It, it was insane, and I have a coffee maker here now, so yes. I just drink coffee <laughs> fucking jack. non-stop. It is insane. I also am still drinking coffee. You were like, oh, my God, I hope there's no caffeine in this soda. Yeah, here, no, let me like, wash let it let me... down with some coffee. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I was just trying to illustrate for illustrative purposes that I also have been drinking coffee. Illustrative. Illustrative. Uh, yeah, there we go. All right, we're all plugged in. Everything's recording. All that's good. That's Excellent. Good. Yeah, that would that definitely helps. Um, <laughs> it's not a crazy week. There's no. there's a lot of comics, but most of them seem to be variants. There's some pretty cool, important things coming out this week. Uh, we got some exciting stuff like the uh, the immortal Thor is out this week, which is a big deal. Yeah. There's a couple of other kind of big deal books out, so I'm stoked to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, let's start. Cool. Y'all ready for this? I'm ready. Are you ready for this? The best-selling comic book of whatever year this came out, Spider-Man 300. You know, can I just say, I actually read this cover to cover. I was like, this is a pretty good fucking comic it book. It is a good comic <laughs> book. Uh, I will say this. I like Todd McFarlane. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely like dated, you know, yeah, but yeah. it it was uh it was I just it was the first one on the stack and yeah. I read it cover to cover and if I was you, like, "Ooh, I shouldn't have spent that much time reading this because now I have this another enormous stack to yeah, read in a much shorter period of time." It is from the 90s and Yeah, and I owned it when it came out and I collected it when it came out yeah. and wish I still had it because <laughs> it's worth money. It sure is. If you don't know, that was the first appearance of Venom. Yes, uh, sort of. The contested first appearance of Venom. Everyone thinks it's something. Who knows what it is? I contest it. Good job. I would say the first appearance of Venom is... The issue before, right? Uh, or the two issues before. I think it's well, the one issue before. Sure. Oh, God. Can or I you, guess technically maybe it's... Can you kill that overhead fan for me? Oh, yeah, I can. It's really blowing these comics. Anyway, I'm going to talk about Amazing Spider-Man number 32... Uh, they're really pushing Craven the Hunter for some reason. Uh, he's appearing in a bunch of books this week for reasons unknown. Um, I mean, not reasons unknown. There's a Craven the Hunter movie that has no Craven the Hunter in it whatsoever. It just has some weird dude running around New York. It's a typical Fox thing. Uh, but uh, there you go. Amazing Spider-Man's fun. Hey, look, it's Bob. He's it back. It was. Yeah, Thank yeah. Hi. That. Yes, the fan is no longer running. Now the comics look okay. Now we're gonna sweat. Yep. Until um, we bleed. Is that dope enough? To bleed. <laughs> Uh, uh, CNC Music Factory. Thank you. Yes, I I, I actually caught the reference, but <laughs> that's uh, so sad. Uh, I mean, not really. It's a, <laughs> it's an a, iconic. It's a, it's a bump and jam. Uh, it's an iconic song. Yes. Yes, an uh, iconically bump and jam. Freedom Williams is a great rapper. You mean the dome? Who is back with the bass? The jam that's live, and it's best that he don't waste time on the mic with a dope rhyme. Oh that's yeah, right. I love that guy. Yeah, he's great. Uh, so yeah, the Spider-Man comic is 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 fine. It kind of yeah, it was cool. I like yeah. Patrick Gleason, and he's back on the art. Yeah, same. So good. Yeah, I enjoy I enjoyed the Patrick. I liked Gleason. it better than the last issue, which felt padded for some reason. Like they're yeah. like legacy issue, and then it was just like. A bunch of like short stories one I mean, of which i mean the first one was like that's kind of why it felt bad it is because it's a legacy issue and they had a billion pages to fill yeah but they didn't need to f i mean it was up to them to decide how long it was going to be <laughs> uh no it was up to the people who make the financial decisions how long it would be really you think like you do you think there's like some suit at marvel is like like amazing yep. spider-man number 900 has yep. to have 45 pages yep. or whatever like, <laughs> I would guarantee it I would put so much money on it that they know how much an so. issue with 60 pages sells and how much money they make off it and why they would do that and how many variants what type of variant it's going to be what type of incentives to put on it and that uh -huh. it's all done by a calculation and that there is no creativity left in the entire world if you are watching the video you just saw my heart break <laughs> you can well, pinpoint I, it <laughs> that's what I like doing freeze frame it yes you can see the moment, just it, like it happened. The moment that like my Ralph. soul departed my my body, and I realized that I've wasted my life collecting comic books, just happened during. Oh, I've wasted my life. Uh oh, Aquaman! You can't marry a woman without gills. From uh, two different worlds. What about Batman? Do the adventures continue? Yeah. Season three. They do. Issue seven. They do. 
it was Excellent. it was it was fine actually the art was like really good uh and oh, cool. it's cool if you like I mean, the batman think, animated stuff it's it's the adventures continue i think it's super cool that they're doing this i'm not reading this series but it's it's cool that they do it yeah if you want a batman comic that isn't about whether he's going to hook up with catwoman or not i mean actually no this one is totally about that isn't it <laughs> eat those words uh-huh. i guess every batman well, comic you know has what? to be about that now what about batman beyond neo-gothic it's whether he'll hook up with an actual Catwoman or yeah, not. Yeah, that was strange. <laughs> I don't like the art style. Like, I don't have any problem with the art on it, but I like the Batman Beyond when it's in that Darwin Cook, like, very graphic. I like, it's, a, it's a weird choice. Yeah, and, like, having But I the, also don't dislike this book. I think it's no, really good. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not in any way shitting on it or the quality of the art. I just yeah, don't yeah. think the style matches the, I agree. the tone no, that I'm I have in totally, my head. Totally, totally on board with you. I think that they, I think that they have beyond. mismatched this this comic with an artist yeah it's like a stylistic mix-up of like batman the animated series and like future tech kind of fun like neo futurism stuff. neo tokyo about to explode it is uh batman the brave and the bold oh man this is a perfect example of why you need a marquee name on a book like this because i could not find any reason that i would want to purchase this comic book Hmm. but despite the fact that the black and white in the back was had great art and it was cool i just unless you're already following like the specific continued narratives they're in this there's no reason to buy this comic book and i'm sorry yeah fair enough uh i'm not following it so i have no particular uh, the other ones on like the, there were the ones that had like the superman with javier rodriguez that was really cool and then like people are into the tom king stuff and it's like this one just didn't have any it was just the backups it was just yeah. Stormwatch or whatever. And yep. it's like, I'm sorry, like it's just like you're not going to get people to spend $8 on a square-bound book that just has backups in it. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. It was a misfire. Sorry, DC. Sorry. Uh, battle Chasers, number 12, the continuing Battle Chasers saga from Joe Maduera is out this week. Have they caught the battle yet? No, they have not. Uh, are they like the, storm the problem chasers? is that the breasts are so large that they can't see the battle in front of them. I, I appreciated that the main character on the cover had uh, huge breasts but no nose. <laughs> I think it's impressive uh, that that you know you got to get the important details. So, so this she is can't an, breathe, but she has huge tits. This is an interesting thing. I mean, this is this has gone around the internet a little bit. This this theory about about manga style, oh. um, but the reason that some people claim the reason that the the style of manga with the nose the way that it is uh-huh. is because they're not emulating human beings; they're emulating cats. They're drawing human beings like cats, ah. and so they have those snub noses. And if you look at the actual design, the way that they're the way that the arc of the nose goes and everything, the face is very cat-like as opposed to human-like. Yeah, it that does more, make sense more because it, than it's also more like um, triangularly yeah, exactly. composed with yeah. like the way that chin. Absolutely. Yeah, I can see that. That's actually really interesting. It's fascinating. I I had you never just reignited my love of comics. <laughs> Damn it. If you're watching oh. the video, it just came back. Oh, no. My soul just re- re-entered my, my Heart body. just grew three no, sizes. No, it, it actually there. didn't. I, I I just think it's mildly interesting. So. Yes, it is mildly interesting. That's pretty much the kind of that's the kind that's... of information I bring to the world. Is, <laughs> I like it. That's good. Is that that's which good is mildly interesting. I like that. I like mildly interesting stuff. Big game. Yeah. Some guy and some other guy talk and fight. <laughs> yep. And I don't know who they are because I don't read them. But I did flip through every page of this comic book for some reason. You got fucking Pepe Larraz doing the artwork, so that's one good reason. Looks good. So it looks real good. Looks Uh, good. We got the Black Panther. My name is Pepe. (laughs) I mean, that is a that is a cool name big name to fill like if yeah. you if your name is pepe you gotta step up that is yeah. a boy named sue type name that's yeah. like you gotta be a fucking cool person to, yeah you gotta, to, pull, to get through life with a name like pepe gotta be jacked <laughs> i would imagine that definitely would encourage you to get jacked <laughs> uh black panther number three not good. by pepe Larraz. no but it was good yes. i like this black panther comic book yeah uh dark knights of steel is finally wrapping up after all these years it did things happen in it i won't say what they are because number one i don't remember and number two i don't want to spoil it and we can also see that uh it wraps up just in time for mcfarland to make some action figures based on it yes i'd also there's a really good looking batman action figure coming out based on that too i will spoil this it doesn't 
it ends with a to be continued just like all these things do now it's like 12 issues but then like it ends with a like but what's next mm. and it's like okay clearly the next series is next 12 issues unless <laughs> yeah exactly it's, unless it sells yeah, yeah, yeah and then oh well, i don't know you want to make out as a joke unless it's not a joke <laughs> <laughs> that's comics right now yep. <laughs> very very good uh like captain america finally I, or finale finale well, yeah finally finally, <laughs> finally 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 i mean honestly this story was kind of a dud that said this issue was just fine it was good i read it which kelly is this is this joe kelly no it's that team of uh kelly lansing oh. uh they they are a writing team a, a beast with two backs if you will <laughs> sorry i just felt like getting shakespearean there are they a teen teen mystery solving team <laughs> possibly i don't really know much about them other than that they always write together and that often they're do they solve teen mysteries that's all i need to know that would be cool they are hardy these boys oh good i don't actually how don't are they know their boys i have no how idea are they're nancy drews i don't know uh, christopher chaos uh i like christopher chaos it's cool it's turning into a weird team book and i dig it it's, yeah, yeah, it's actually keep, really fun. So there's the Dracula Boy. That they keep adding new characters each time. They're like, oh, yeah. and so we're building the Justice League of weirdos. Of weird kids, yeah, that like are literally crime-solving mystery yeah, solvers, yeah. too. I like mean, it's, it's, now, that is that is the one thing, is that yeah. you've got your fucking supernatural slash super science yeah. Scooby-Doo gang. I mean... Dracula Boy, who like they I keep calling do? by his name, <laughs> and he's like, my name's Dracula Boy. Dracula Boy. <laughs> That's a good joke. God, I like it. Dracula Boy. Are you a vampire? And he's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> shows a little fang it's cool i like christopher chaos it's good the I art's good too. too and you know what else came out what daredevil and echo i did not understand it nope same it was weird uh dark winged duck uh, it, it features uh both launchpad mcquack and gyro gear loose and also dispella de but Diarmison. Oh, I don't Anna know. Diarmison. Uh, when, when Anna Diarmis? Is it Cruella Dispel or something? Yeah, the one that played Marilyn in that terrible movie where she has yes. a Spanish accent for some reason? Because she's from Spain. <laughs> well, I mean, I know why the, the like why Marilyn had a. Oh, that was a weird fucking movie, man. It was singing fetuses. Like, what the fuck? Wow, I did not see that. Yeah, uh, it was weird. If I had known there were singing fetuses, I probably I would have. It's just one. Oh. Fetus. It's really all you need, to be honest. If you're, if you're like, how many fetuses, how many singing fetuses does it take to make a weird movie? The answer is one. Yes. I mean, uh, just, w- just ask Eraserhead. My wife, Allie, watches every movie that's nominated for an Oscar Ugh, every year. God. Um, and I don't. I would barf my brains out. <laughs> I don't slash can't. However, I do join her for a lot of them, and more oh. certainly more of them than I ever did in the past. Yeah. And the one I did watch was uh, the Marilyn biopic that the lady was nominated for an Oscar, and she had a Spanish accent while she played Marilyn Monroe, and she talked to a singing fetus. I love it. Okay, it's, now I think I need to see it. I mean, it's really bad, but it's worth seeing. It's just really bad. Like, don't like think it's like, oh, I'm gonna love it. Like, People you're are huge not gonna love it. It's just you'll kind of think that it's an interesting thing that you have seen it afterwards. I like that. I'm. I mean, there's a lot of things I watch for that exact reason. <laughs> I also might be mildly misrepresenting the singing fetus, but I do think it did sing. I don't think I'm totally wrong. Did it wrong. tap dance and did it have a cane and a little hat? No. When the fetus came out and there was weird shit with the fetus, I kind of disassociated for a moment so i'm not really oh, so maybe you had a dream where a fetus sang no dance. the fetus I, maybe it just talks but she does talk to it, <laughs> it there's there's interaction with the with You're the ghost dude. fetus yeah okay it's weird hey it's man. a weird movie it's pretty weird um and it takes but i will say i will say about it, it the cinematography is cool ali didn't like the cinematography but for me the thing that worked about it was that they went out of their way to recreate like the lighting and situations of these kind of historical photos and things that you know about like just iconic images of Marilyn Monroe so it like it does feel very much like it's part of what it's supposedly representing but then it's just like wild swings at like really weird shit that's like extrapolating stuff about her life and it's bad but it looks good yeah, that's weird. Maybe I don't know. I kind of want to watch it again now. 
That's, that's, <laughs> anyway, we're that's talking about weird. comic books. Listen, I had a dream last night oh. that I was saved from a gunman by uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, Ooh. who parachuted in with a bunch of paratroopers using only a, a desk fan that he was holding, and it was propelling him downwards. And he said, I told you I'd come. We so, should make a comic of I dreams. I don't know what that I'm means. I'm trying to think of the weird Something dream I had. Something very strange. Before the end of this, I'll remember the weird dream I had. Did it involve DC Rewebi? No, it didn't. Uh, well, that does. I don't know and what a Rewebi is. We'll I still don't know. I've read like every issue. I mean, read. I've flipped through every issue of both of these series, and I still don't know what a Rewebi is. I, it looks kind of like a Sailor Moon, I think. Sure. Maybe. It's it's like it's like a Sailor Moon, only a Rewebi. Yeah. Uh, we got Dead Lucky, yep. number eight. Nice looking book. We've got Dead Pooley. I think it's the final issue. Number 10. That wouldn't surprise me. Deadpool series seem to last about 10 issues mm, these days. Kind of. I think it says the end. And it was uh, It was not a spectacular run, and people did not embrace it, so I can see why they ended it a little a little early. Hmm. There I might be have, some background noise going on in this one. done the same. From the outside. Oh, I think that these fancy, fancy microphones will not pick that up. Ooh, that's they're cool. Not, they're unidirectional and not omnidirectional. Um, we got Dead Romans, number six. Uh, yeah, I'm hearing something in the microphones. You're hearing the this head, thing talk. The, the head of my phones. Yeah, you're hearing the slap back on this thing. I just turned it down. Oh, This slap. fucking thing has a... Has, slaps. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So stupid. I'm sorry. I thought it was coming from the out of doors. Anyway, it's coming from the in of doors. I should have turned down the. Hopefully, there isn't a lot of that coming through, but we'll see. Anyway, sorry, because it is very close to my breaking kayfabe. Fair. <laughs> um, we got dead Romans. We got Earth Divers Ice Age number nine. Nice looking book as well. Yep. We got Fantastic Four annual number one it is another one of these contests of chaos yes and inexplicably i do not understand why the human torch still has a handlebar mustache because uh, it, it looks is, hot it does it looks dumb he is not a handlebar mustache type yeah no if anyone in this comic should have a handlebar mustache it it's, should be johnny blaze yes absolutely put like if somebody's gonna look like lemmy make johnny remake johnny blaze to look like lemmy i mean yeah yeah i'm all about that i don't know give him some i don't know this is a human torches like he's a he's ken yeah he's ken that's what he looks like ken uh, Firepower. Yeah, that's 26. a cool book. It is. I love Chris Samney. Yeah. And the art is great, and he, there's like some cool stuff. Uh, like that comic book. There's an Ice Cream Man, number 36. Did you read it? I didn't. I it's should have. Good. It's so good. It's weird. So but it's good. like, it's sometimes this book is good in a way that is, I'm just not smart enough to really get. There this is, one is, is good in a. In a like Pinocchio slash Moby Dick slash like nice. weird bathtub b- blowhole weird <laughs> bathtub yeah. blowhole. That's all I, I gotta I say about like this one. <laughs> it's like pretty I, pretty cool. As as someone who reads this after the fact, like I tend to read this give I tend to give Ice Cream Man less of a short shrift after the fact. I don't yeah. read it before. Yeah. Uh, it's not that it's so smart. It's just that if you don't give it a full, if you don't give it your full attention, you're missing out on. Mm, there's certain lot. ones that I've given more than my full attention, and I still am just like, huh? Really? Yeah. I never really feel that way. But I'm not very deep, man. Is. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty stupid in a lot of ways. But um, uh, this one was cool. It was like Pinocchio and Moby Dick, kind of. It was a whale and a guy and a th- quest. What about Indigo Children, number six? Couldn't tell you anything about it. Nor could I, but I can tell you one thing. People fucking love it. Nice. That's cool. It is one of those books that I was like, I didn't read it, so I didn't know. It's one of those mistakes that I've made. did not know its You know what I mean? Well, basically, like, I didn't know that it was good. And, like, looking at the covers, I'm like, man, it looks like the same old shit as, like, 90% of these not very good books from Image. I didn't like the art, so it didn't grab me on that level. It looked like something that that no one was going to care about. Mm. And then... 
Boom. Like, we sell, keep selling out, sell out, sell out, sell out. Like, I kept increasing my numbers consistently. It's very strange. Well, that's cool. Which is... Congratulations. Uh, imagine that story in reverse, and you have a little comic called The Invincible Iron Man. <laughs> um, this this comic is not bad. It's just that... Uh, yeah, I read this one. It It's... I don't... There's things about it that I could complain about or say, like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's, fine. it's just not for me. I mean, I, I'm just there's. It's so rare that there's a an Iron Man comic that I want to read. I just why doesn't he ever just get to do Iron Man shit? Why uh, is agree. it always about like who he's hanging out with? It's like oh, he's yeah. hanging out with Hellcat for yeah. this one, and then all, then she's yeah. gone, and now he's hanging out with Emma. For, it's like I don't give a fuck who he hangs out with. That's for the Avengers. Yeah, that's when you hang out with Iron Man. Like this one is like Iron Man doing shit. You know, he's not doing anything. I I mean, this this is probably very wrong to say. I'm probably I'm probably talking telling tales out of school here. No, not that. I'm probably lying. Uh, No, (laughs) I just I just think that it feels like people aren't smart enough to write Iron Man. Like Eh. they don't get writers who have the technical know how or are willing to do research. And like interview real scientists and be like, hey, what would happen if this happens? You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's a lot of writers out there who will go out and if they don't understand something, they'll interview a doctor and be like, hey, I'm doing this medical procedural thing. What would happen if somebody tried to eat their own leg? You know, whatever. And the doctor will explain how it works. And it feels like with Iron Man, people are afraid to go into those technical details because they're like, I don't know, I just it's too much work maybe yeah and they're getting paid fucking marvel wages so they're like i'm not gonna do extra work for this i'm just gonna iron man he's got a repulsor thing on the hand and the foot and then shoots stuff and then he hangs out with hellcat for the rest of the day it's like warren ellis will be like hey let me tell you a story about this genetic modification that he's doing where he slices his brain into six pieces and then he's playing chess with mr fantastic while he's working on something in his lab with three robots using parts of his brain yeah wow okay that's fascinating oh he gets he has too much information in his brain now we're going to take his brain and load it into a computer and he's gonna have to go find all the parts of it because he wow that's an iron man story that like a technical crazy interesting you know sci-fi slash steam slash uh uh, cyberpunk crazy story that's fun the the issue with that though unfortunately with serial comic booking is that when someone does do that comic then when the next person does the comic and they don't do that stuff it's just kind of like why why did he just do it then why did he only have 4d chess like at that time and then now he doesn't do it anymore and it's like basically the only I feel like in a lot of ways like a lot the only real story they have to tell is just like someone's gonna tear him down to nothing and then he's gonna build build himself back back up and I'm just like like the the Iron Man story yeah and or one Iron Man story and he gets down to ground zero and then he walks by a bar and he looks in and he sees a bottle of whiskey in there and it's like is he gonna is he gonna and he walks on by and then he or he does hooks up with Emma Frost or whatever. Although Fuck, I will say, I when <laughs> I gotta say, him lapsing was actually one of my favorite yeah. moments in in Marvel was because he got drunk with dwarves. Which I, I was <laughs> like, okay, if you're gonna relapse, here's a good point to relapse. When dwarves say, "We're not going to give you the Uhuru armor unless you oh yeah get drunk with us in our underground mines." And he's like, fuck it, I'm going to get drunk, and then I'm going to make a crazy armor out of the destroyer armor. Because he had to sacrifice in order to be worthy. Exactly. Which is very much in keeping with that whole Norse shit that was going on. Yeah, it was super cool. I I love that. A.K.A. smart storytelling. That was Jason Aaron, wasn't it? That was Jason Aaron. Like that guy. Anyway. Oh, I didn't even talk about this. Uh, Jean Grey, number one. Um, I actually liked this comic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I made fun of it to you because I was like, I knew this was the kind of story that you would hate because you, you tend to hate things that are as negative as this because this is almost a what if Jean Grey was a fucking dick. Mm. But it's... You're you're not wrong, but you're correct for the wrong reason. Okay, hit me. So I liked it because I liked the art and I liked that Louise Simonson wrote it. And I think Same. that if anyone has a handle on the right. character of Jean Grey in modern uh, parlance, it's her. 
Uh, what I didn't like about it was not that it was negative or whatever. It was that I don't really like a comic book that is just here's my story over a whole issue. It's just like it starts with like day one X Men and then it kind of goes through her sure. history as she's perceiving her life as I she's dying that. and it just kind of felt very unexciting to me. But yeah. I did like it and I did like the art. I enjoyed it as a fan of X-Men stuff and also a huge fan of Louise Simonson. Huh? Uh, I thought it was great, uh, but my problem really was the negativity. It is, it definitely it made, edits. casts edits. her in that Professor X light a little exactly. ways, it's like, which is really she... the Niles Calder light. Yes. If you think about but, it. And it's what Grant Morrison did to the X-Men negatively. Sure. And, but what I will say is that I think when she does it, she did it not in a way that's like, what if she was a dick? Because it really isn't that it's what if she made choices that were worse? Well, it's what if she knew that it's like, what if you know that? And this is that Jonathan Hickman thing with X-Men that I don't really like. What if you know? So like, it starts with that whole thing where they, it it was weird when they made the X-Men young and they did that. Brendis did that whole thing. I actually, that was the last time I really like kind of super enjoyed X-Men for like a hot minute, right? When that first happened. And I thought that it would be explained away by being like some kind of temporal nonsense or whatever. But what they've said is that it actually was the X-Men. They came forward in time. They had all these adventures and then they went back and then she mind wiped them all. And you can't do that and not have the person who did the mind wipe. You don't, you can't mind wipe yourself. It's just like nonsense that that happens. So this story is basically saying that like when she mind wiped them and herself, supposedly, um, she didn't. She didn't. Herself. She retained all of that shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like then how is the whole continuity then affected by that? And yep. it works on that level. It's just like ultimately, it's just this historical reenactment kind of of a story, and and it, and it didn't work for me on that level. But I I don't think it's a bad comic. Nope. I think it's I think it's good, and I I do appreciate the ideas, and I think that it is a really well told version of these types of events and had they gone in this direction yeah it's certainly better than that Iceman comic where they brought him back to life by someone just loving him so much (laughs) that he just came back to life like i mean it's easy because he's beautiful (laughs) (laughs) i think if they had done that in a cheesier way i would have been more into it but they just tried to play it off like actual science fiction i'm like no you can't just make ice come alive with a personality because you love it yeah you need a fucking top hat haven't you seen (laughs) exactly snowman Exactly, or at least like a a magical kiss of some kind. Uh, Uh, What if he? That That would be really cool. Actually, it would be really great. A magic top. Oh man, people would flip the fuck out, and that would be great. See, that's what you want. You want people to flip out on your story. You want people to flip out positively, like positively the negative positive flip out. Whereas, uh, uh, you know, like when I flipped out reading that X Men Hellfire Gala, it was like a negative negative flip out. It's like that's the opposite of what you want. Yes, it is. I think. Um, all right, so anyway. we've got uh, Action Comics Night Terrors out. Night Terrors Action Comics. You're going to be surprised to find out that uh, two, two, it was, it was two stories in one. You're going to find out that people went to sleep and then they woke up. And something spooky happened in between. Mm-hmm. You know where else something spooky happens? Where? Night Terrors Angel Breaker. Yes. And Night Terrors Detective Comics. Indeed. And Night Terrors There's actually some really... Harley Quinn. I like Night Terrors Harley Quinn. I like, Night Terrors Harley Quinn is really good. Yeah, it's good. I, 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 there were three Night Terror series that I liked, and Harley Quinn was one of them. I like the main Night Terror series. It makes uh, me really happy to see Wesley Dodds yeah. in stuff. I think that's cool. cool. I like I like Deadpool. I love a fucking, I mean Deadpool, a fucking Dead Man story. Yeah. I love a Dead Man story. I can't help it. I did like the part in that when Batman was like, oh, I've never been this tired. It's like, oh yeah, Dead Man's been running around your body while you were asleep. Dope. <laughs> Sleep dope. Sleep dope. And I, I, I like Night Terror's Titans. Titans was good too. I liked it. My little, my little <coughs> easel here is really fucking up. Come on. Mm. Come on, friction. What, what is going on here? All right. You need something that's a little easier to use. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yep. 
whatever night terrors titans yeah here's the best book of the week uh it's a thing called marvel unleashed it's got a bunch of dog people and cat people and i think they're just dog dogs okay cat cats okay if you think that lockjaw is just a dog i I think lockjaw is actually i'm confused about what lockjaw actually is because okay. they said he was a dog, and then they said he wasn't a dog, and then they said he was a dog I think again. He is, currently, he is currently a dog in continuity. I believe I he is so. a real dog, but he is—he has the Terrigen Mist, and for yeah. some reason that activated his latent inhumanness, which is like the way you can be a mutant and an inhuman yeah. at the same time, or an Atlantean and a, hu- and a mutant at the same time. Yeah. It's the same deal. He is a dog who... You know, like how Brew is a mutant from the brood. Yeah. He is a, an inhuman from the race of dogs. Yeah, and he's good, but he's been kidnapped by that pesky Craven the Hunter that all the animals must fight every time they appear in a comic book. But Kyle Starks wrote this, and yes. Kyle Starks is great, and the art is really good, and it has Ghost Dog um, from Doctor Strange, and it has... Bats. It has Cat, which I assume is Niels from Speedball, but I don't really know which cat but it is. no, it's Chewy the Flurgan. The Flurgan? Oh, from the Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's Chewbacca. Uh, oh, fuck, what is his name? Uh, the name is Chewbacca something something. <laughs> That's yeah, three no, I, I know. It. I've actually yeah. never seen the film, and uh, I, well, I don't read the comic very much, she was, so uh, I, I didn't mean, catch the, it right off the bat. The cat was from the, the Kelly Pseudoconic series. Uh-huh. It was introduced in that and then brought into the, the movie. Yes. Definitely the best part of the movie as far as I'm concerned. Unfortunately, that movie. there is no appearance by Peacat the Penitent Puss. Holy shit, <laughs> Peacat the Penitent Puss is the best, but nobody knows who Penitence is. So Not anymore. Now if you say Penance, if anyone knows what it is, they think it's that X-Men character. Yeah, they think it's the X-Men character. Because it's been long forgotten that Speedball yes. did that to himself. I think it's interesting that the most prominent uh, animal of this Pet Avengers team is not pictured on the cover. That yeah. would, of course, be... Uh, it's not really a spoiler, but D-Dog, who is like a d-man version of a dog right it's d-man's dog absolutely no powers and is just kind of an idiot like d-man yeah it's the same deal where it's just like this dog that has too much self-confidence and a torn mask that it wears that looks really stupid yeah and just thinks too much of itself and it's awesome kyle starks is a master of writing a lovable dipshit you just always love the dipshit that he writes yep He's great. So we've got Lockjaw, we've got Throg, mm. uh, we've got Bats, the ghost dog, the ghost we've dog, got bats. Chewy the Flurgan, uh, Lucky the pizza dog, yeah. and we've got D-Dog. I think that <laughs> so, Falcon is in it too, and, right? Oh, and Red Wing is in Red it Wing, too. Red Wing, yeah. So we've got- Who I believe is also a mutant. I believe Red Wing is a mutant, yes. Mm, I think yeah, so. I think, I think uh, canonically he is a mutant. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't either. It doesn't matter. It's comics. Just because it's fun. Uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones number 111. <laughs> Mighty Boss Bossin Tonegers. <laughs> now, okay. Now, let me pitch you a comic called The Mighty Morphin Boss Tones. <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Mighty Morphin Boss Tones. I would, I would be into that. Um, I think it would be funny if it was animated <laughs> and they had the ska soundtrack. You I would really need the music to be part of it for it yes. to, to sell it. <laughs> and one of them there's oh man can you imagine can Rangers, you picture this it's time to pick it up pick it up pick it up but here's the here's here's a here's a piece of this that okay. i they form into a voltron-esque towering thing and as they fight a little robot just dances, dances on the side and does like, the, <laughs> like he just like dances that's amazing and they're like why does that robot just dance he doesn't do anything else who is this guy is why he is he there <laughs> is he at every show I don't, what the hell's happening uh perfect yes. and also instead of a flaming sword he produces a giant trumpet and then finishes <laughs> off all of <laughs> that's his end move is pulling out a trumpet and Boom. just destroys them with a no, you know what this is a million dollars we just did it i think we just I think I need to we, we need, need to, to contact to all parties and get this going all boston's yep. calling all boston's calling and all sub saban yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Saban and Bostones. We need to get together for a meeting. All uh, right. So, Sabastones. <laughs> here we have My Little Pony Classics Reimagined. I read it. What do you think? <laughs> it's dumb. Oh, perfect. No, it's a, it's a reenactment of Wizard of Oz with ponies. 
Uh, There's did, nothing, no, no meta there. It's just that. Okay. Did uh, Wizard of Oz not have ponies? Was that the problem? It was not. It was a uh, scarecrow and uh, but the, instead Mrs. of King. Mm, I think Mrs. King did appear. Okay. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember she was one of the Lollipop Guild. Is that right? She represented the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> oh, right. She was she not was one <laughs> of them. She just represented them so legally. Wait, so wait a minute. Did we never meet the Lollipop <laughs> That's Guild? That's correct. They <laughs> represented <laughs> the Lollipop Guild. Did you didn't guys. pick up on that? No, I never They're noticed just that. like the smallest lawyers in Oz. Holy shit. They must be powerful as hell. Yeah, they have a lot of expertise but okay. amongst them. We've got here uh, Moon Knight, City O the Dead, number two. We should probably drink a lot of coffee before we do this every yeah, time. Sure. Uh, Moon Knight, yeah, he runs around with someone. With a, a female companion. I guess that's what people want in comics is just like Hero X teams up with Hero Y of same or opposite sex and they will they, won't they kiss and fight a demon or something that's kind of what i want mm, we're different you uh, and i well that's new burn it won't stay on the stand you know what nothing will stay on the stand today why is no, the stand being like that no backslash one i'm just gonna have to must hold be. it with my hand and you'll see my weird fucking hairy hobbit hand it must be randall everything. randall flag <laughs> yes uh it's the walking dude the walking dude he prefers the walking dude yeah it's true um however he's he's the one that's affecting the stand yes i I understand that (laughs) i understand i wanted to explain the joke that you clearly got i understand (laughs) me understand uh no slash one it's a comic book i don't know what it's about it's fine why won't this thing stay what has changed in the world that is making this thing no longer work maybe we should turn the fan back on i know this feels like maybe uh, it was holding it in place it feels like when somebody cuts their own head off on qvc when they're trying to sell a (laughs) samurai sword (laughs) that's a good one uh i I wish that was (laughs) i don't think they literally cut their own head off. no they cut it they i think it just like they they cut themselves But they're like, that's right. They were like, oh, somebody needs stop. to call, get, all, get an ambulance. There's another one that's like a, um, a lady that there's, uh, she passes out while she's selling something and like falls back into the whole set, and co- collapses around her. It's pretty good if you like that kind of stuff. Fall did, I ever, did I ever tell you that uh, one time Covered in Bees was playing a show at a small punk club, like a dangerous like in the middle of the woods like green room like you're gonna get fucking murdered punk club okay we were doing this and it was full of skinheads place was just fucking like everybody had a white t-shirt like they were all wearing like white suspenders well (laughs) i mean yes but they were all pulled down so they had just their white wife beaters on and they were all crossing their arms at us like making a wall and we were just like haha we're gonna have fun (laughs) and i fucking spinal tapped because there was something going on with the wall and I knocked the wall down on top of me while I oh, was Oh no, playing. it fell forward on you. Oh, rough. <sighs> oh my god. It was like of all the times to have something that embarrassing happen when there's a bunch of fucking like murderous <laughs> skinheads staring you down and you really oh, worried damn. that you're about to get green roomed. Yeah, that was not the time. No. Nope. Uh, but boy, there's a funny video of a guy uh, playing drums at a at a church service where a plant That's exactly, falls on him. Exactly, like a lot what it of times. Like. <laughs> the wall was made out of that like R five or R fourteen or whatever that shit is. That like squishy foam. Yeah. that's like insulation foam. Yeah. And it's just like sheets of that stuff. Yeah. And they were apparently poorly propped up, and they just collapsed on me like like a cartoon <laughs> fucking castle, like. Like somebody's dropping no bricks. Oh my god! I'm glad there's. A if only video cell phones had existed then. Uh they did, but nobody there was doing it because they were too busy intimidating us. Mm. <laughs> we're gonna let you know how tough we are. Uh, and they sure did. They knew. They let us know that they were only there to see. Uh, what the hell's outbreak? Like, if you're not fucking outbreak, if you're not on Plan Nine, we're gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> Bridge Nine. Sorry, Plan Nine's actually an okay label. Uh, Bridge Nine, yes. Uh, Bridge Nine hardcore guys do not like covered in bees. That is a lesson that we learned, and we will never make that mistake again. Don't play a show with those guys. Nope. <sighs> never. Uh, no Cruel Hand, no any of those guys. Anyway, uh, Planet of the Apes. It was good. It's great. Yeah, I like uh, the art in this. I do, too. I like the design work. I like the character design stuff. I like the weapon designs of like the 
the nonsense that all of the apes are making into weapons. I think it's just great. Mm. Just a, the whole deal. Yeah. Um, we got well played. Da Penguin. Yeah. He's like a he's like a bird person. If you want to read a very brown and gray comic book about a you know fat do. guy in a suit, wait. Then does he go nutsoid? What do you mean? Is it like Troma's famous film? Fat guy goes nutsoid. <laughs> it's not like that at all. Oh, it's well. just like mostly just people talking, and the color palette is fades from brown to black to gray. Boo. It's it's uh, it's for someone. It's Give me not a fat me. guy goes nutsoid comic or get uh, I wish she had gone nutsoid. I would've been like, "Ooh, cool, penguin." I <laughs> guess penguin is a character people uh, care enough about to make him give him a whole comic. Yep. Uh we got uh one of them there Rocketeer comics. That's fine. It's uh if you like the Rocketeer, you're yeah. going to like this comic cuz it's got the Rocketeer in it. Yeah. And if you like Rogue Sun, you're going to like this issue of Rogue Sun that won't stay up like anything else. It's too flimsy. Dear God, I need to remake this whole little sexy <laughs> thing because this is not functioning properly. I know. Uh, all right. Here we have uh, a, a comic written by Ryan Stegman. That would be The Schlub. Mm. Did you read it? I did. Um, uh, So here's the thing. It's it's a funny book for me uh, because it's not. I don't know if I would say that I like this comic, but I wouldn't say that I dislike this comic either. And I wouldn't say that it's poorly made. Mm. I would say that it is a relic of a time. It's a book that I've read before, basically, Mm. is what I'd say. It's that this book would have felt at home sitting on the shelf next to major bummer or uh you I know like uh, what isn't he a dentist he's a dentist yeah i oh. mean just like uh just like in little shop of horrors i did i was like is this a little shop of horrors <laughs> ripoff but it, it wasn't it certainly isn't he is a dentist who switches uh he does a freaky friday with the greatest superhero in the world and he becomes that's what happened incredibly powerful and he makes terrible mistakes this this guy is currently battling this world ending monster and he switches places with him right at the most inopportune moment and then starts getting his ass kicked as the superhero but he's so excited that he's no longer the schlubby dude that he was before and that his boring life has been turned upside down that he can't stop just admiring how cool things are and how strong he is. And he just keeps getting his ass beat. Uh, and the guy is instructing him as the in the body of the dentist, the, the world's greatest superhero is instructing him. And uh, it's it's good. It, it's good in a weird way. Again, it is really a relic of another time. It's drawn like a mad magazine, which I fucking love. Like I love yeah, I the, like the art, art style. It's good. It's really fun. It's it feels like uh, Marshall and I were talking about it, and we kind of came on the idea that it was like a PG thirteen version of the boys. Like it has a feeling of the boys, but not as yeah. There's no weird racial misogynist kind of issues going on in it. Um, it's not trying to push any boundaries. It's just. It's gross when it's gross, and it's silly when it's silly, and it's... I, I don't know. I, I would definitely say that if you're a fan of I Hate Fairyland, that you're probably not going to hate this book. That would be my yeah. guess. Yeah. I'm flipping through it now. I, I, I get it. I'm, I needed your description to, to really yeah. access it. I thought it was fun. I mean, again, it's not it's not breaking any boundaries. It's not the newest idea on the block, but it's also not a bad comic. Yeah, it's fun. And that artwork is super fun. If you're into that kind yeah. of like super, super stylized Mad Magazine style, like mm. like uh, his own version of a Jack Davis kind of thing, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's cool. Uh, Scrapper, number two. It's about a dog that solves mystery. Ruh-oh. A mystery. <laughs> yeah, it's Alex DeCampi. It is Alex DeCampi. Yeah. Right. And it has a cover blurb by Seth, Seth Green about how much he loves it. Weird. Seth, I also love Bitcoin Green. <laughs> um, nothing Seth. against this comic, personally. I just like, well, who cares what that guy thinks? <laughs> Seth, I was going to do a fucking cartoon about my bored apes. Uh, yes, that's right. This is the Bitcoin I bought called Bored Ape 13. 
he's smoking weed in this one dude. <laughs> oh man you know the dude. sad thing is that he would have made money off of it i know i know he would have made a fucking fortune unfortunately well I whatever be. he's he's great i like him whatever. someone stole the the board ape from him or something isn't that what this. happened Someone funged his token, unfortunately. Uh, it got fungible. He was like, this thing's unfungible. And somebody was like, hold my beer. I'm going to funge the shit out of this thing. the shit out of this token. Uh, bored ape, he's going to have something to think about now. <laughs> They're going to have time to be bored now. Yes. Be too busy crying all the way home. All the way to Strange New Worlds, the Scorpius Run. Oh, is this that Star Trek? Star Trek. Yep. Uh, I started, Mike Allred did a cover of it. Oh, really? I think. I started watching that Star Trek, and I got to tell you, that is a fun, fun series. Nice. They are doing amazing things with Star Trek. Yeah, I I've been... Was, I was blown away by that. I like Lower Decks. I think that's really fun. I think they're very smart about who they chose to run that show and I, the voice casting. I've heard so many good things about the Star Trek stuff that I actually am like actively convincing myself to not get Paramount Plus, but I think what I'm going to do is ditch Disney and get Paramount Plus. I ditched Disney, I ditched HBO. Uh, I, I, need, ditched, I need HBO. I have ditched like almost every single service, and the only one I have left is Paramount. Not to Interesting. make it. I hate to, I hate to plug any service in the middle of the I'm not yeah. a I'm not a fucking member, but I hate to plug anybody during the strike, because we support the unions around these parts uh, and fuck those green. So you deleted you, you deleted your streaming I services deleted, in solidarity with I the strike. Netflix. I deleted all those motherfuckers. Wow. Because fuck them That's and integrity. not paying any of their motherfucking writers. Nice. That's all I will say about that. Good for you. But I will say. Uh, I'm also buying comics from Marvel Comics, which is <laughs> Disney, which is yeah. a massive mega corporation. Yeah. And, you know, there's not much I can fucking do about it. Yeah, that's true. Those are the um, ones people like the most. Drop a whole bunch of F-bombs. Nice. Um, so these droids, let me tell you a little something about them. They're not your daddy's droids. They're more of a dark droid. Oh, and uh, and there's, a, there's a doctor. She's not your daddy's doctor. She's a Dr. Afra. She's more of a Spelunkin uh, kind of Indiana Jones type of mm. type of doctor. Yeah. Like a Dr. Jones. Yes. The one who has no time for love. That right. one. Yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, Dr. Jones. She's going to fight them droids. I actually have been enjoying this series. <laughs> yeah. I'm People not a huge... clearly like this character. Like, oh, There's yeah, no yeah. media tie-in for Dr. Afra. It's just a comic and people buy the shit out of it. Yeah. Right? It is weird. Like she has a, a weird following. But I, I don't know. I just, I enjoy this crossover. I've enjoyed a lot of the crossovers. They did that Bounty Hunters crossover that was really fun. I don't know. It's good. They, I mean, Saga of the Dark Droids. Yep, they know what they're doing. Anyway, uh, Storm. Exit Storm. Can Enter I just Storm. say, there are two panels in this comic that blew my fucking mind. Really? Yep. Did they knock your socks off? Right off my ass. Wow. <laughs> huh. I wear socks on my ass. It's a little known fact. Uh, no, there is a... Uh, Anne Nascenti has explained... <laughs> should I say it? Uh, uh, how Jim Lee manages to obscure genitals using only smoke? No. Oh, okay. No. It's how <laughs> That's her... That's the mystery of the X-Men that I How Storm's mohawk stays up. two panels if it's not static electricity it is static electricity it's totally static electricity <laughs> okay <laughs> she gets like she gets like so soaking wet and her hair is like down and you're like you and you realize in this one panel you've never seen storm with her hair looking like that and it's like and then it pops right up and the guy's like how do you do how do you do that and she's like well i use the static electricity to keep my mohawk up because i don't have access to hair gel I was like, this is fucking great. <laughs> and that's, that's why she quit the X-Men. great. She quit the X-Men because they did not allow her to have hair gel. That's correct. Actually, I don't think that's why. Uh, also, I, I, I said to Tristan before this started, somehow, whoever did the cover of this, Sanchez, 
they managed to somehow, and this is, I would never have thought someone could successfully do this, but merge the style of Alan Davis with the style of Barry Windsor Smith, like late period Barry Windsor yeah, Smith. It's very strange. It is bananas that that is a successful art style mashup that worked, yeah. and I am very impressed. Who is this artist? It's great. I'm going to look it up. Uh, have the comic while you look that up I'm going to show people that Stranger Things is still a comic book oh it is Alan Davis from the Hawkins Alan Davis did the cover oh that's why okay and then the Alejandro Sanchez is the so the color style over Alan Davis is just like the Barry Windsor Smith color palette so that's what it is it's Alan Davis being embellished by someone who is kind of aping the color style of the like life death kind of stuff yes all right mine slightly less blown by that aspect well here we have uh turtles versus stranger things who will win the strange (laughs) the audience oh yes the american viewing audience is always the winner in these cases uh we got i i do love the uh the mashup of the matchup of the mousers versus the weird uh demogorgon Mm. i love the mousers i think that's just one of the one of the most fun things that they created with the turtles nice such a good idea uh we got tales of sizzbents uh if you like uh comic books that are french and weird you're gonna love this yeah actually it's not that bad it's it's a horror anthology with short stories pretty cool pretty ashley wood did some of the art if you like that artist and if you like tenements you're gonna love tenement yes it is all about tenements from whatever that series was bone orchard no something else it's a guy selling mints for ten dollars a piece they're tenement and they're full of ecstasy ten e mints um (laughs) it bone it's it's bone orchard mythos i believe it is bone orchard okay good i was worried that i was going insane uh, here we go. Here's one of the bigger books of the week. We got the Immortal Thor from mm. the team that brought you the Immortal Hulk. Yes. Uh, this is this is an interesting one. It's not quite the earth-shattering reimagining that Immortal Hulk was because you know it, you already have an immortal character. Uh, number yeah. one, and also it's it suffers from a little bit of. Hey, you know this thing? We got this thing from hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I don't know. It worked on a on a level enough where I was like, I want to see where this I goes. Agree. I like Al Ewing. Uh, oh, same. I, I'm I'm gonna at least be curious enough to buy a couple issues, but yes. uh, we'll we'll see where it goes. I Immortal Hulk was so good, yeah. and I I don't know that you can really just like slap it as a brand onto like other mm-hmm. titles, but that said it did have like the kind of grandeur of the asgardian like it was there was a kirbiness to it and i think if that continues then um and the story is compelling then i'll stay on board but um i did like that it had that kind of low forsooth kind of like language to it and i think that thor really does need that and it worked it has that and it also has some just it's it's an interesting version of Thor. Like I like how far down the road of compassion and kindness he's gone at this point. He's so disturbed that he has to even injure someone at the beginning of this comic. Mm. He has hit the point where he's just like, he knows that this creature that he's fighting is virtually immortal. And you know, even breaking him taking his head off he's grown his head back before he's not gonna kill it but he's still it it hurts his soul to do this thing and that's an interesting thor because there's usually even even at the the height of his whatever he's still got a braggadocia and a bombasticness that isn't shown here and it's like there's a sadness to him that's interesting i don't know it's an interesting take on the character everyone is very feminine too like the drawings of everyone they're all very pink cheeked and very like almost rubenesque well in the end some of them this is loki especially well and didn't al ewing write the loki loki series where it was like 
a lot of that kind of like gender mishmash yeah, yeah. stuff that was going on. Sure. I, I only know this from having done this podcast for the last five years yep. and looking at them. I didn't read the, I don't, I don't read Loki comics typically. Um, but, uh, I do think it will throw back to that, at least his take on Loki. I would imagine. I, would imagine would. So. I don't know. It's, it feels like sort of a continuance. Yeah. Um, I will say that it is very good and I enjoyed it, but it was not what I expected. Um, and I guess that's probably for the best. I mean, I, I did not want something that I was going to be able to see everything that was going to happen. So yeah, definitely. Cool. Uh, we got time before time. Number 26. Yep. I'm going to slide down again because why not? Uh, terror war. Number five. I like terror war. Terror uh, it's, it's really good. It's a nine issue mini. So, uh, if you haven't been getting it yet, um, maybe wait for the trade, but it's good. Yes. It's a cool concept. Uh, Hey, we got one that I know you're going to be excited for. I actually was really excited for this one. It's the it, it's the issue where they fight that I've wanted to have happen for like uh, a couple issues now. Um, I actually, Wait, it's I didn't read it. It's called Assault on Main Street. Who's the street? Uh, I'll be honest with you. It didn't. Oh, it's not built. It's not. Dead. It's. I don't think. I don't think it's Danny. Danny I, I think Danny it's. Um, I think. I think it, it might be some basically i just flipped through it but basically there there's some company that has taken um calder's research on like basically like how what we were talking about earlier where where like the the thing that morrison did in his run when he revealed that niles calder created the doom patrol and was this machiavellian prick behind the whole fucking thing Mm -hmm. which really changed the whole deal and the complete dynamic of the team and and a lot of that kind of got brought over to the x-men in terms of like how professor x was shown and his weird machiavellian shit and what we're talking about with gene gray or whatever but um but basically in this one some shitty corporation has taken the nanotechnology that calder created in the and and used it to create metahumans. Okay. And uh, Chris Burnham gets an opportunity to draw some real horrific uh, mutations and shit, which is pretty cool. Nice. Um, and I, it, it's more of what I kind of wanted. Um, I, 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 I wish I liked this series a little bit more than I did, and I don't know what it is that's like the X factor that's making me not like totally love it, but... Um, but I do love this this idea of like just kind of like everything kind of building to a head and yeah. everything. But so I don't know if it actually involves Danny or not. It might be you know they're fighting on him or something. Yes. But the last I knew, Danny was an ambulance and not a street. Nice. He was a street. He was an ambulance. He was a world. He was a, all kinds of different shit. Good for him. I, you know, I keep saying he, they, they. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. They, in fact. Uh, Venom, number 24. This was the most sensical the issue of Venom I've read in a while. I loved it. I really loved this issue. I loved the one before it, and I love this one. I think I it's really fun. I don't think I read the one before I it. I mean, it's... it's So, it's very 90s, uh, and I, when I say that, I mean it's very 90s written in a modern time, so it doesn't feel... It feels cheeseball, but it doesn't feel unfun cheeseball. When they're being super cheesy in the fight scenes with all of the nonsense that they're doing mm-hmm. and all of the quipping, it's like, it's the same kind of thing, but written better than that. So, like, written with a modern sensibility, at least. Uh, also Al Ewing. And also, yeah, it's Al Ewing. So, but, I mean, it really is, like, it's, it boils down to big meaty punches, which yeah. is great. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was, it was fun. a nice fight. It, the fucking Doom and rumble rampage regurgitate whatever the fuck his name is yeah i don't know new venom red Red venom Venom. yeah who cares uh chewing gum venom uh x-force number 43 you know of the x titles this is probably my favorite one because it's the one i care the least that it gets dark because it already was dark um kid omega is is back and um and I like it. It's kind of bringing to head a, a long simmering plot line that isn't involving the beast, which also doesn't make me mad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, it was fine. No, the art was okay. Well, here is a book that I actually very much enjoyed. You'll have to talk about. It. I didn't understand what that happening. would be. A realm of X. Uh, so everyone's getting thrown into these different realities, and in this case, we have uh, we have the team of magic. 
Danny Moonstar. Oh my God! What is Dust this? was one of Dust them. Dust is one of them, and the the pink one, Jinx. Sure. Is it Jinx? I don't know. Fuck, I can't remember. Jinx is their power. I can't remember if that's their name. The pink weird crystally one. Pixie. Uh, Pixie's there too, actually. For some reason, I I saw her, but she doesn't even interact in it. I think right, I you see you. her in the background. One thing the X Men comics do have is a nice table of contents. That is nice. Typhoid uh, Mary and Typhoid Mary's there as well. Curse um, and Marrow. Oh, Marrow! Oh, God, I love Marrow. Anyway, uh, so it's that team, and they have been taken to one of the one of the nine realms, the one of the Asgardian oh. realms. They've been transported there, and we get a very classic, uh, like, instead of what we had before for uh, Excalibur stuff, for the the Hickman Excalibur, which got very into the nitty-gritty of fairy realm crap that I didn't care about, Mm. this is very, like, we got wizards, we got fucking elves, we got orcs, we got all this shit, here we go. Magic is missing her powers for reasons unknown. She can't access them for some reason. They, t- they are something about teleporting. Yes, yep. and so something has happened. She, uh, we find out that these that they are these uh, legendary warriors in this area, and that there's a big there's a big conflict that's about to happen. And Jinx or whatever her name is that I cannot remember to save my life, the pink girl that curses her name is people. Curse. Curse, but it's like the pink girl that curses people. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, curse. That's right. That's okay. her deal. Her mutant her, power is cursing. Her her mutant power <laughs> is really awesome. Her mutant power is very complicated and really fun. She she has an ability that boils down to they describe it in this as um she can either uh, help someone or hurt someone. She can help someone by hurting herself. Or she can hurt someone by helping. She can help herself by hurting someone. Mm. So those are the only options. Curse. The only the only good thing she can do. She does one good thing, and we see the repercussions of her trying to help someone. Hmm. So anytime she tries to help someone, she suffers terribly. Like she's bleeding out of her orifices, painful, yeah. and well, just she's like not going to do that for very long. Puking on the floor, like all fucked up. Uh, it's an interesting idea. You know, we got a dark queen who wants her powers for some reason. And it's Saturnine. Uh, Isn't it? Yes and no. I, yes. Sorry if that was a spoiler. I, that might have been a spoiler. Oops. Uh, but uh, it wasn't kind of whatever. It doesn't matter. Beep. It is Saturnine. Uh, but it, this is a really fun series, and I'm actually excited about it. It feels more like an actual Excalibur story than anything I've read in the last 25 years. So hmm. that's what it feels like to me is like nice. something where I'm like, oh, I'm reading something out of the first 20 issues of Excalibur. All right. Awesome. Curse. Love it. it is <laughs> and also Maul. there's a, also there's a <laughs> mummy that just says curse. Surf. <laughs> Turf. Uh, I love that guy. I use that. That's like <laughs> permanently in my vocabulary now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Curse. I know. Curse. <laughs> Uh, and then, action Frank doll. <laughs> yes, the jiggle Billy. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so that's it. Those are the comics for today. That's what we got. We got all those comics. We got it done. Yeah, we did. Nice. Uh, just about an hour, so it might actually the video might actually be uploaded by tomorrow morning. Maybe. Ooh, does it take that long? Oh, fucking a, it does. Crazy. Jesus, YouTube, come on, get yeah, it together. Get it together. Anyway, uh, so that's it. And uh, follow us at um, Actually Comics. Uh, Follow the the video podcast. Uh, We are at Coast City Comics Maine on YouTube. And we post all sorts of weird stuff there. So do that. And uh, all sorts of other things. Go to Coast City Comics and buy stuff. That helps us make the podcast. That helps us do all this stuff. We really appreciate it. Um, And that's it. You yeah. got anything to say? Oh, I guess oh, uh, I follow me at... There. Okay, there oh, we go. Now I switched wait, over. Wait, what happened? Uh, I was on the wrong camera. I thought you asked me to say something. Say something, yes. Oh. No, I was just fucked up because I messed up the camera. You just have had too much caffeine. Now we're crashing. Uh, no, I do uh, post at dollar, bi- at dollar Binge uh, on Instagram. 
Nice. And I'm part of a Facebook group called Panel to Panel on mm. Facebook. It's a really good group, and I should plug that, too. It is a really good group. Uh, it's I agree. It's a very good it's group very where we post panel. There's a panel to panel, and there's cover to cover. And the panel one, we post panels from comics and the uh, that we're reading actively. So it's all active readers. And then the cover to cover is the same thing, but just covers. And it can be found... It's panel to panel, like T-O panel, not like to the number. Because there's another thing called panel to panel that's not the same thing. So, um, It's yeah. very fun. I don't like Facebook at all and don't look at it. But The I do only reason I have Facebook is at. because I admin this comic group. Yep, it's 100%. Much, it's that and Video Vagrants. And, uh, those are the only two things I look at. Yeah, and John Rovnak is a long time. He's written a book called Panel to Panel about comics, and he he's the kind of brainchild of it. And it's it's a cool group of folks, and it's it's very cool. It's nice. all it's actually like pretty international and there's lots of interesting stuff being posted all the time. So it's a good uh thing to, to check out if I you agree. like comic books. I agree. And I think you might if you've made it all the way through this. <laughs> so True. uh and uh, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Right. Good night. Bye.